Lord, we worship you. Give him a shout of hallelujah. Wow. Let's appreciate uh, the convener of this program. What a blessing to the body of Christ. Thank you for this vision to bring people together from all places. And we give God the glory and the investment you are making in the body of Christ. Let's appreciate them one more time. Please, you may be seated in his presence. Thank you for a warm welcome. It's been nice to be in the city of Abel Kuta. Hallelujah. We give him all the glory for what he did last night. He deserves, he alone deserves the glory. He alone deserves the praise. This morning, we are going to take it to another level. And um, we are going to be giving out some more, uh, what will I call it now? Some uh, meat, and one or two bones, if it helps your teeth. Hallelujah. So some things I may say, you may say, ah, don't worry, you will get it. But I realize that we got to, you know, we got to um, build people up. Praise God. Amen. Keep the music a bit low. All right, keep playing, but not so loud. Okay. Our Father, we thank you this morning. We have not come to see a man. We have come to meet with the Lord Jesus. As always, Father, take all the glory and all the praise for what will be said and done here today. For thine is the power, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. amen. I'll be sharing with you on the blood covenants this morning. And... Um, there are so many things to share. And I also want to minister to a few of us prophetically. Uh, sometimes God shows me faces. So let's see how it goes. But anyway, Hebrews chapter 6, verses 13 and 14. For when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no one greater, he swore by himself, saying, Surely, blessing, I will bless thee, and multiplying, I will multiply thee. You see, friends, there is a blood covenant. And the new covenant in Christ Jesus is a blood covenant. There is a blood covenant between God and Jesus in your behalf. Can someone say that with me? There is a blood covenant between God and Jesus in my behalf. Now, the theme has been upon this rock. And like I said last night, when Peter said, 
you are the son of God. Jesus said, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father which is in heaven. And he said, upon this rock, which means upon that knowledge from above, upon revelation, upon things that are revealed from the father into your heart, you have a key of the kingdom of God. And one of those keys this morning is the blood covenant. But there is a blood covenant between God and Jesus in your behalf. The same way there was a blood covenant between God and Abraham and the children of Israel benefited from it. You need to understand that. Because if you don't understand that, you are going to struggle. Hallelujah to Jesus. Um, let's give you a few more scriptures. Psalm 89, 34. My covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that is gone out of my lips. Exodus 2, 23 and 24. And it came to pass in the process of the time that the king of Egypt died and the children of Israel sighed by reason of the bondage and they cried and, they, and their cry came unto God by reason of the bondage and God had their groaning and God, verse 24, Exodus 2, remembered what? His covenant with Abraham, with Isaac and Jacob and God looked upon the children of Israel and God had respect to them. Luke 13, 16 and 17. Ought not this woman being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound these 18 years, be loosed from her infirmity. Hallelujah. Hebrews 8, 6, you can write it down. Abraham was wishy-washy for a long time. That means he wasn't solid for a long time. In chapter 15, you remember, Abraham, uh, you know, God made a covenant with him. By chapter 16, Abraham was making a baby himself. Hmm? And the God Ishmael. Hmm? And then God came to him. Genesis 17, 1 was a rebuke. God said, hey, walk before me and be perfect. What are you doing making Ishmael? Okay? So, but the moment Abraham understood covenant, his faith became very strong. Because the blood covenant in, in Abraham's tradition meant that you are willing to give your life, if necessary, to keep that word. So when God swore by himself, technically speaking, God was saying, I'm willing to die to keep my word. And he told Abraham, I want some blood as a sign. And if you read Genesis you know, 17, Abraham had to circumcise himself. Genesis 15, God told Abraham, take some animals to represent me. Are you still with me this morning? And because you have a blood covenant in Christ, I don't care where they put you, I don't care what you go through in life, you are going to come out on top in the name of Jesus. I don't care what happens around you, that blood covenant is a guarantee that God is willing to give his life, if necessary, to bring you out of that situation in the name of Jesus. You know, because of where we live, during the Sharia riot, I remember, one guy went to one part of town, very bad part of town. We had broken communion, you know, in year 2000, God gave me Hebrews 11:28. By faith, Moses kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest the destroyer of the firstborn should touch them. So we, we break bread every week. And I have a book on that. You can find it on Amazon. When you understand that the blood of God Almighty has been shed in your behalf, like I was sharing towards the end last night, when you understand that the, no altar on the earth could take the blood of Jesus, no altar on the earth. Every sacrifice you make, there must be an altar, a spirit from an altar that will take that blood. Depending on your problem, you can take chicken, you can take goat, you can take cow, you can take human being. But when God was going to make the covenant, when he was going to 
find a substitute for you, he found himself through Christ. And when Jesus shed his blood, he told Mary, don't touch me. I've not ascended to the Father. I'm carrying this blood to be accepted in heaven. And Jesus went and put the, the blood of Jesus on the mercy seat for you. He had you in mind when he put the blood on the mercy seat. He was saying to God, this boy's sins have been forgiven. The causes have been forgiven. This guy is lifted above every work of the enemy. They cannot get him. If they must get him, they must leave the earth. They must leave the atmospheric heaven. They must leave the stellar heavens and they must come to the throne of God. I want to announce to a child of God this morning, there's blood on the mercy seat of heaven that is calling your name. Whoever gathers against you, they are doomed to fail because blood has been shed in your name. Is there a witness in the house of the Lord? I need three gentlemen to help me quickly. Thank you, thank you. Just three. I love your zeal around here. Please just stand right here. All right. You look like Jesus. So let's say you are Jesus. You stand in the middle. Huh? You don't look like God really, but assume. Amen. Let's say this were God. Hmm? And this is Jesus with due respect to him. And this is me and you. God and Jesus had an agreement. Hmm? Jesus went to the cross and stretched out his hand like that. And he died. He paid the price. Are you dead? <laughs> I like it. Just stretch that hand for us, Pastor. And so here is you and I. And the devil says, you've not done well. You don't qualify for that healing. You don't qualify for that deliverance. You don't qualify for that thing. It's going to come back on you. You can tell the devil, it's not between me and you. It's between God and Jesus. Luke 13, 16. Ought not this man, being a child of covenant between God and Jesus, you ought to be delivered. Whatever has run in your family, it will not kill you. I say it will not kill you. Thank you, gentlemen. So that, that young guy, give him a hand. That young guy, that young guy, he went, I'm seeing a back, somebody's back being touched by God. Somebody's back. Just towards the, 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 the end here. Just wave your hand and thank him. You, have a, you came with a back issue? Thank you, thank you. Just wave the hand, thank him. You know, just keep taking it as we go on. So, he walked into a mob. They were lynching somebody. And he said, God, how for do? How do I come out of this one? And the Lord said to him, you are a covenant child. When you took that communion in church, you are taking my life. You are identifying with me. He said, just keep walking. So the young man just kept walking. He said, he didn't know. He said he walked through, they did not see him. And he passed to the other. I don't know if he disappeared, but he walked through, they did not see him. You see, there's a level of revealed knowledge of the word of God that will take you through the crisis of life. And this book of the Lord, Joshua 1, 8, shall not depart out of your mouth, you shall do what? Meditate on. You, you need to have a time where you just ponder the word, where you think the word, where you just take your time. Have a time where you, 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 those scriptures, Ajesara, you know Ajesara in Yoruba? Immunity. It's not just head knowledge, it's heart knowledge. One of my pastors was on Okene Road and a, a man came out with AK 47 from the bush. He was going to rob them and kill them. And pastor said, 
he was sitting in front, he said, the blood of Jesus is against you. And the man with AK-47 started going back like this and entered back where he came from. The driver said, which incantation did you just use? You see, that doesn't work from your head. It works from your heart. I want to say there is a divine immunity over you and your family this morning. They may surely gather not by me. Whoever gathers against you, they will fall for your sake in the name of Jesus. Still talking about the blood covenant. The blood covenant produces oneness with God and guarantees his willingness to use his power in your behalf. Say with me, the blood covenant produces oneness with God and guarantees God's willingness to use his power in my behalf. Exodus 25, 21 and 22, write it down. There's a lot to share with you, so we may not be able to read all of them. God told Moses, he said to him that, in verse 22, I will meet thee, I will commune with thee from above the mercy seat, from between the two cherubims which are upon the ark of testimony. Friends, <laughs> okay, just for, to refresh our minds, the ark, you know the ark, hmm? in the Holy of Holies, the only furniture in the Holy of Holies. Okay? God said, I will meet you on top of the Ark of the Covenant, the mercy seat was the cover, the lead that covered it. What was in that box? Ten Commandments which they could not keep. Hmm? What was in that bo box? Aaron's rod that budded when they were rebelling, who is in charge? Their manna. They grumbled. It showed the failure of man. But there was a mercy seat where two cherubims were carved. And blood was applied. God said, the place I want to meet you is not in the place of your failure, of your murmuring, of your weakness, of your failure. I want to meet you where the blood, my own blood, has been applied. Child of God, it is the blood that makes us one with God. I want to say you carry a DNA this morning. It's not your father's DNA. There's a spiritual DNA that has made you one with God. And because you are one with God, he is covenant bound to stand up for you, to fight for you, to bring you out of that situation in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Other people may go through the same thing And they will not make it But you know why you will make it David did not kill Goliath Because he was a good shooter <laughs> He said who is this uncircumcised Philistine He was remembering the cut of the covenant on his body I want to say there is a cut of covenant upon your heart today we are the circumcision that worship God in the spirit. We rejoice in Christ Jesus. We don't have confidence in the flesh. There's a cut of covenant upon your heart. There's a mark that every demon recognizes. There's a mark of the blood of Jesus. You will go through some things, but you are coming out on the other side in the name of Jesus. There was a man that, come, that came to faith. And... Um, he was so sick, abdominal problems. We did everything. I wasn't even around. They took him to our hospital. He didn't get any better. My pastors began to pray. Pray for a couple of hours. And the man vomited something. I have it on my phone somewhere. Because people sometimes don't believe it, so I, I snapped it. 
it's vomited an object. It, had, it was a piece of paper wrapped with black thread with names of three evil spirits. We call them Algenus in Hausa, written on it. And 26 office pinheads. He never swallowed it, but it entered him. I want to tell you, there is, we are a people, may God help the church of Jesus Christ. We are not ordinary. We are a supernatural people. We are a people that were redeemed from the hands of the enemy by the blood of God Almighty. The things that destroy other people will not destroy you because you are a member of the family of God. It, 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 there are certain things that should not be happening. Some things are happening in your house and God has brought you here today to bring an end to premature death, to bring an end to things happening that nobody can explain because... David did not kill Goliath because he, he, he was a smart boy. David killed Goliath because of the mark of the covenant. And I want to say to you, there's a mark of the covenant upon you, child of God, and you are coming out of that trouble in the name of Jesus. And that was it. He vomited it, and that was the end of it. Listen to me. God is willing to use his power. I gave a word last night on, you know, strange deaths happening. I want to say to a child of God, if that is your family, we are bringing that thing to an end today in the name of Jesus. I said we are bringing that thing to an end today in the name of Jesus. Oneness with God. When you are one with him, you carry him. You wear God well. I said you wear God well. Hallelujah to Jesus. There's a story, E.W. Kenyon in his book on the covenant, he shares a story of when Stanley came to Africa to look for Livingstone. I don't know if you've read that book. It's a small book. You can read it in one sitting. And um, maybe you need to get it if you don't have it. There are so many scriptures in the Bible sometimes that we, 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 we don't understand. For example, look at this one, Isaiah 49, 25 and 26. There are so many scriptures that are just covenant scriptures. He said, he said uh, you know, shall the prey be taken, um, um, even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away, and the prey of the terrible shall be delivered. I will contend with him that contended with thee, and I will what? And I will save your children. So when Stanley was looking for Livingstone, he came across some very strong equatorial tribes. He couldn't really fight them, and his interpreter told him, why don't you cut a covenant with this, the king there? And the king said, you know what? After the negotiation back and forth, I'll just summarize it for you. They came to the ceremony. The king chose a substitute. Uh, Stanley chose a substitute. They cut their, their wrist. They drip it into a glass of wine. They mix it. They drank it. They exchanged some gifts and so on and so forth. They said, we are now brothers. Now, now Stanley thought he had been beaten because the king said I, he wanted his, his goat. And he was taking milk from that goat because he had stomach trouble. But after that, the king gave him a, a, a staff, I think seven feet, yeah, seven foot staff, big staff like that. Everywhere he went, people saw that they bowed to him. You see, when that covenant was granted us through the Lord Jesus Christ, we were given his name. We, were, we, we start bearing his name. There's a certain name they call you that people will have to say, excuse me, excuse me, 
because the name you are carrying is too big. I want to say you are carrying his name, you are carrying his nature. Today, you may be a little nobody in the eyes of people, but every demon, they know who you are. And when you stand, I say they will bow to you in the name of Jesus. That unto the principalities and power may be known the manifold wisdom of God. God has sent you here today to end that problem in that family, to bring an end to oppression. You are a law enforcement officer of Jesus Christ. One of my staff before, when we were teaching along these lines, he, every night, you know, when he woke up, he would find marks on his body with blade, blood. He had this kind of teaching. Boy's name is Coyote. He told his mother and sister, go into the room. I will stay in the parlor. I will have visitors. So they came. In the spirit, they pressing the boy down. He, he said, in the name of Jesus, I have a covenant with God. You cannot do that to me. Hallelujah. They stopped. They tried again. In the name of Jesus, they stopped. Then the boy got courage. He said, I command you to start running around this room now. He started hearing steps. Couldn't see anybody. Po, 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 po. He said, run faster. Po, 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 po. Run faster. Po, 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 po. Stop. Run. They run. Pa, 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 pa. Run. Po. When he finished playing with them, he said, get out and don't come back. Some of you would have gone for deliverance tire by that time. The boy, in the next morning in the yard, one old woman came and knelt down for him. He said, my son, I want to apologize. He said, mama, for what? A war, a war. You can't kneel down for me. He said, what? He said, it was me and my people last night. Ah, mama, I <laughs> I want to say all the mama in your life, you are going to deal with them this morning in the name of Jesus. That was the end of that one in his life. There are certain things upon this rock, upon revealed knowledge. When revealed knowledge comes into your life, some things will disappear without prayer. Another key of covenant is that covenant brings you to positional authority. Let's look at that briefly. Positional authority. Because some things you are fasting about, you don't need to fast about them. Pastor, you are here. Let me share a testimony you will remember. I was preaching in your church that time. I hope it's okay to share it. And as I came into that church, then they were in the bad. As I came into that church, I was late. I don't know what happened, but I was late. They, they just rushed me to the pulpit, so I hadn't seen anybody. And I just looked, there was a sister, I just looked at her, and I saw a test tube. I saw that she was trying to have an artificial, uh, what do you call this thing they do, for pregnancy, IVF. I just saw it. And the thing fell, boom. And I said, tell her, I'll give her a miracle child. As I was going to, as I started telling her, pastor was trying to get my attention that we plan to speak to you after the meeting. 
But when God tells me something, even my pastor, I will not listen to him because it's not my word. After service, they came. Started telling me the story. The woman is a relative from outside, so on and so forth. Entered early menopause. Am I getting the story right? Entered early menopause. She wasn't ovulating. She wasn't all those stories. And we wanted to share with you in private. Now God has revealed it in the open. I said, so what do you want us to do now? It's not my word. One of the things you need to learn when God uses you, God using you is not a sign that you are a big man. The person, the UPS guy who delivers message to your house is just a boy boy. If you know, if you know green, may God use you. He go carry Balaam donkey, make it talk. May God not use donkey to replace us. Yeah. Every time God uses me, I am grateful. And I preach my message as if it's the last one I will preach. I will say some things that may rock you a bit, but it will help you some. The sister went back to her country where she came from. Let me try to, to cover some of these things. And then she wasn't feeling well. And she said, okay, let me do... These people in Nigeria have been praying, you know. Everybody has been praying. And that man, my in-law's pastor, I'll be my sister's pastor, say, I will get miracle child. So she had the kit at home. She tested herself. Thing was positive. When her husband came, she told her husband, said, maybe the thing has expired, though. They went to corner shop. Abby, corner shop. You know where I'm talking about, where they have corner shop now. They went to corner shop. They bought another kit. They tested. The thing was still positive. So they went to the hospital, and the consultant said, you must be paranoid. This thing is worrying you so much. That paranoia is a baby boy today. Hey! Because of the covenant, you may be going through the same thing. We have a covenant partner. We are one with him. If we find ourselves in the fire, I thank God that Jesus does not mind jumping into that fire with you, walking in that river with you, walking in that flood with you. The flame will not kindle upon you. Is there a witness in the house of the Lord today? Positional authority. Let's look at it briefly. It's part of your covenant blessing. Write these scriptures down for time's sake. Ephesians 2, from verse 4 to 6, 7. Ephesians 1, 19 to 23. Mark 16, 17. James 4, 7. 1 Peter 8 and 9. Genesis 18, from verse 22 to 33. Obviously, we will not read all of them. But... What is positional authority? Ephesians 2, 4. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us when we were dead in sins and had quickened us together with Christ by grace, he has saved. And what? Raised us up together. Ephesians 1, 19. What is the exceeding greatness of his power to us, what who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ Jesus when he raised him from the dead, far above principalities, powers, might, and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but in that which is to come, and has given him to be the head of all things, to the the church, his body, which is the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Hallelujah. So what's he telling us? When Jesus died in the mind of God, I died. When Jesus rose up, I rose up. When Jesus sat down, when he ascended, 
I ascended. When he sat down, I sat down. I don't know about Belkuta, but where I come from, we have some of these police women, very slim, just stand. It looks like wind can even fall them. And when you see trailer coming, truck, she will just raise that and hand like this. She won't even do like this. Just do like this. With style. You see the big trailer matching break. The question I want to ask you, if her husband abused her that morning, would the trailer not stop because they abused her? If she was hungry before she left and she raised her hand, would the trailer not stop? Some of you think it is what you do that makes authority to work. What is conferred on you? If you are the managing director of NMPC, maybe you are feeling tired, you are not feeling strong. When the gate man sees you, it's good morning, sir. If you say you are removed, you are removed. You cannot earn what grace has given. I pray a lot, I fast a lot. Sometimes I fast, fast, fast. God will remove to, refuse to move. Then I will go and eat and then God will move. <laughs> One day I was watching TV. I'm trying to make life easy for you. Because <laughs> frustration will come after some time. Man of God, one day I was watching TV. I know some of you don't even watch TV. I like Premier League. If I told Pastor yesterday when we got to the hotel, put that channel where they are playing ball. <laughs> you too watch, you. Have you no watch? <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy. And at the, you know where they used to write election results? I was just watching. You see, I'm getting ahead of myself a bit, but you can be in the spirit in the bathroom. You can be in the spirit when you drive. You can be in the, in the spirit when you are sitting on the toilet seat. Being in the, you see, a lot of people say, I'm in the spirit, we're in the presence of God. When we leave church, we're not in the presence of God. That's how many Christians live their life. God ought to be the hub you see that, this fan, eh? that thing, that black thing in the middle is the hub. Everything should so go around God. Not that, okay, Father, now, for the next three hours, I will seek your face. Then after Father now, I will eat. So all the ones you have not eaten, you combine it. <laughs> who is fooling who? <laughs> so I saw the result of the election. It was a very strategic election in our state. And I saw it, and I saw that this man won. I didn't even want to go and tell him. So one man came to me and said, Look, anyway, when and the man told me it cannot happen. I said, except God did not show me. He won. First time God changed history in that state. I don't want to give you names and details. There are many stories like that I've seen. I went into one country and as I got into church, European country, in fact, they were transmitting life to the city. Back then, they were not streaming, you know, this is a long time ago. And the Lord said, call that couple, tell them to come forward. I said, here we go again. And do what now? God, just leave me. Oh. You want God to use you. I like to be honest. So that when you come to crisis yourself, you will understand it's not about you, it's about him. Say, God, just leave me. I've prepared my message. I do my message. There they go. He said, call them forward. After I struggled, eh? I know you people never struggle. I struggle, oh. I said, God, hmm. 
You want to ruin my ministry. As if I have a ministry. That's why you are in trouble because you have, I don't have a ministry. It's his ministry. They say go and deliver a message. You are celebrating yourself. What about a person that gave the gift? If it troubles you, I'm deliberately troubling you. So the Lord, I couldn't remember John 3.16. My brain dry. Can you imagine a pastor? Couldn't remember John. I said, Father, you have finished me. So I said, okay, come home. When they came, when they came I said, Lord. And even the word was not reasonable. Tell her to run for office. She will win. I knew that woman as a TV anchor for a Christian channel. She had interviewed me many times. So I didn't even know she was in politics. I was like, hey, But I gave the word. When we, just one, say, we are taking you for lunch. I didn't want to follow them. <laughs> we are eating lunch. And as I was leaving the church, he pulled my shirt. Turn there, turn there. We are behind in the polls. And their polls is not like hell. That place, if you are behind in the polls in Europe, two weeks to election, there's nothing that can happen. In fact, I don't know what I ate that day. I just said, I was praying. I said, Lord, you have killed me. <laughs> and they televised this thing all over the country, to neighboring countries. I'm, I'm finished. I went home. I prayed there. Eh? I'm everyone got to use it in prophecy. No hand went up again. <laughs> because you are not speaking from here. Sometimes even what God will show you yourself, you will doubt it. That's why if I'm not under the anointing, I know they do. If I'm under the anointing, I will do. If he lives, I come out. Because it's not about me. You better learn that. You cannot just, the Holy Ghost is not radio that you turn on and off as the Spirit wills. This is morning session. To the glory of God, they won. In fact, when I went one time, the woman sent a big limo to bring me to the parliament. I was upstairs. I said, who did they bring limo for? I was looking. He said, it's me. Too. I entered. I said, this is Roman Palo. <laughs> <laughs> this boy from Angua. When I got to the parliament, they came and opened the door. I said, eh? Now, wow. Now, so it be. Do you understand what I'm saying? We have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. God is not trying to make you a celebrity. If that's your goal, leave ministry. Jesus did not go to the cross to make you a celebrity. You see, I'm now a star. Which Bible are you reading? If you have goal of being a star in the body of Christ, you are in the wrong place. See, he that wants to be great must be the servant of all. How many of you are still enjoying the teaching? Can you wave your hand? Can you give the Lord a hallelujah? Okay. So, that policewoman raises her hand, stops, and it stops. I want to say that the authority is in that uniform. Your authority is in the righteousness of God that you have and the blood of Christ that is in you this morning. Hallelujah. When we move to this, our new place, our headquarters, there's a, there's a, there's a what do you call it now? A lake or something a, a, that runs through the property. And when we first got there, well, there's a big river down there, but there's this thing that runs, this small lake or river that runs through our property. Demonic activity in that place. Pa. People will come and gather under the trees. They say they've tied their spirit to the tree. 
we have a school, a boarding school there, and all kinds of things were happening to kids. I was very concerned. So what, and then flooding, we had some, there are some things you think are natural, but they are spiritual. One day the Lord told me, you need to deal with that spirit. So I was praying, and I saw the goddess of the river. The goddess. Most of these things have powers behind them. There are certain spirits that have run in your family for years. This morning we are going to dislodge them. Your uniform is the blood of Jesus and the righteousness. That's all you need. So I was on this side of the river. She was on the other side, but she was nude. So I tried to avoid her, you know. I tried to go. When I, talk, when I moved, she moved to my side. I said, okay, this is in her spirit. In the name of Jesus. She scattered like mud house in the spirit. That was the end of Wahala in that place. Are you hearing what I'm trying to tell you? Your positional authority is that Pastor, stand up. Sit down. 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 Sit. I want your head to stand up and your body to sit down. This man is a man of grace. Can, you, can your head stand up? Maybe on that side. Maybe some people there. When you stand up, Jesus stands up. That's one of the key in the ministry of John G. Lake. He said, paraphrase, he would look in the mirror and said, this man in this suit of clothes is carrying God. When I lay hands on the sick, if I'm carrying God, when I lay hands on the sick, if I'm the body of Christ, who is laying hands on the sick? So I will be surprised if you don't get healed. It doesn't come by cramming. It comes by revelation in your heart. And there's a move of God coming where all of you, arms will grow out. Legs will grow out. But you have to get this basic foundation clear in your head. Even Jesus said, the work I do, my father doeth them. Because you've had an encounter with God, it's not a sign of spirituality. I know that one is worrying some of you. Let me explain. The early church, the Corinthian church, had all the gifts of the Spirit in manifestation. Yes, a boy was cohabiting with his stepmother. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? When I say it's not a sign, preparing yourself is however necessary for God to use you. The vessel needs to be clean. You need to stay connected with God. I will explain more on this. Because if you are not careful, you will be puffed up and God will disqualify you. Your positional authority. I'm already being moved into the next point. Just stay with me. The next point, if you have questions on this one, the next point will clear it for you. There are so many stories in my head. Let me just choose one and move. I was going for a crusade in Kafanchan Stadium one year. 
and um, the guy, we, we rented an NYC bus. They gave us driver. You know, you know how churches work. There's a department responsible. Anyway, they got somebody. The guy was driving like Jehu. You know Jehu? I was like one hour behind them. Being a boss, I expected them to slow down that I would catch up. But I was, I was speeding, but I couldn't catch these people. Speeding and praying in tongues. <laughs> because when all the equipments, your staff, your members are in a bus, and you cannot see their brake lights. After about an hour, when I got there, they had had a very bad accident. My see drums. I didn't even know it was our people. I had even passed. Uh, then I saw some sisters on the road waving me. I said, ah, I was very angry with God. I know you've never been angry with God. God bless you. But me, I was angry with God. Let me tell you one thing. If you want to work with God, be real. Be what? Real. God made only one you. After I made you, he destroyed the mold. So don't try to be like someone else. He doesn't want you to be like someone else because he didn't make any other person like you. I was very angry. Long story short, people had caught injuries, but my evangelist was dead, lifeless on the tarmac. They had brought him from the bush. They were looking for vehicle to convey the body. So I got there. Talking about positional authority, I was very upset with God. You know, pastors, when you know what to do, you pray. When you don't know what to do, you pray. So you always pray. The prayer at that point was because I didn't know what to do. Oh, people were crying, sisters were crying. But I'm a man of God now. I cannot cry. Even if I want to cry, I have to cry inside. I know people never felt like that before. I said, be real. I cannot be Pastor Shola. And Pastor Shola cannot be me. And the day we try to exchange, God will be angry with both of us. He has to be who God made him to be. So we were just praying. So we just stood around Mike's body. Mike is still alive, so you know God raised him. For his daughter just got married about two weeks ago. So we surrounded Mike's body. We were just praying in tongues, praying. And I heard the Lord say to me, you can call him back. I've never heard that before. I said, hmm. Get behind me, Satan. Is that not what we do sometimes? Positional authority is who you are, where he has placed you. So I kept. The third time, I said, Tom, this must be God. And the moment I decided to obey God, the anointing came on me. This is many of you do experience anointing that you are not acting on the word. You're not acting on the word. You're just looking for an encounter to justify that God is with you. He's already with you. So the moment I said, Mike, in the name, before I could even finish the name of Jesus, something came on me that was not me. I started with my faith, but the gift of faith jumped in. And I can't take credit for raising that guy because if God did not jump in, I couldn't have done it. I said, in the name of Jesus, and he came back. And he was so angry. He said, Pastor, why? I said, that time, I'm married now. What's her name? Uh, this guy that I'm married now. Was just like a year old then. So this is an old story. 
I said, you have Menom is an I said, Menom is at home. Your wife is at home. You are telling us why. Why what? Ah, he said, Pastor, where I went to my angel. See, all your people, we don't die. They know they regret this eto. <laughs> Somebody dies, goes to heaven. You are... Me, I can't cry when people die. Oh. I cry if they are unbelievers. But when a child of God dies, I say, ah, this is bad. But I say, cut. These guys in service with Jesus in heaven, they are walking the streets of gold, they are dancing, they are enjoying the... This earth is training ground. Even if you live here for 120 years like Moses, it's not a blink of eye in eternity. And in eternity, we are still going to walk home. So prepare well here, because if you don't do well here, you may be carrying my bag in heaven, you will not carry bag in Jesus' name. (laughs) It won't be bad. In heaven, the big people serve people. I've been to heaven. I don't want to tell you all those stories. I've had a lot of encounters with God. I've seen Jesus, angels. Some of these patriarchs that have died, I've met them. The reason I don't want people like Paul, the reason I don't preach those things is that a lot of young people now, they want, Reverend Bolanta met with Paul. I can, describe, I can describe Paul for you. And if you've seen him before, you know I'm telling the truth. G Lake, people like that, I've met them. In the spirit. But I can't come here and preach that to you. That's not what you need. God may not want you to meet G. Lake or Paul. Blessed are those that have not seen but believe. I don't know if I'm helping somebody. And when you start fasting to see, you will see. Oh. There are many frequencies here. Oh. <laughs> have you not met people that said they saw something in heaven? They saw something in heaven. And I used to wonder which heaven did you people go? <laughs> you say everybody anyway let me leave doctrine some of these my sisters now they say they cannot go to heaven because they have a little uh, something on their lips your heart better be right when were you are in those days eh, man of God I will go to the next point look I leave this one when were you are in those days people were maxi and still got pregnant <laughs> it was touching the ground it was not the Holy Ghost it was somebody On the other hand, what people were criticized for in those days, I think we were moderate. Because now I, 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 I tend to almost, please cover up the tea a bit now. Because now it has gone. <laughs> God help me, you make us stay. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. So what I'm saying to you, you have positional authority. And because you have that positional authority, you can use it, use it for Nigeria. Abraham told God, you cannot destroy the righteous with the wicked. I'm here to tell you that Nigeria will not sink in Jesus' name. I won't dwell too much on that, but let me say this to you. For 10 righteous people, he said he will save the land. How many righteous people do we have here? We're having a prayer meeting one day in my office. Every Tuesday, I have a team of leaders who pray together. And that was the time people said there will be war in Nigeria, there will be war in Nigeria. As we were praying, when was that story? Was it 2021? I don't know. As we were praying like this, Jesus just came in. And one of my pastors actually saw him. He could still see the hole in his hand. And light was coming through the hole in the hand and the feet. Jesus came in and said, let me quote it right. He said, well done, I am with 
you. What were we praying? That this nation does not break. The reason this nation should not break is because of the gospel. If you look at everything, it should not even exist in the first place. We are so different. But because of the gospel, if you people know what God is using your brothers and sisters to do all over the continent of Africa, some of the places we are planting churches, you will not believe it. And I want to tell you, God will preserve this nation. There are things I cannot share with you because they are too heavy. But I want to tell you, Ed Mark, anybody who has an agenda to suppress the gospel will pay with their life. What I'm telling you, I've seen it. But I cannot share it. It's too much. But let me repeat that anybody, I don't care who the person, if you have an agenda to suppress the gospel of Jesus Christ, you will pay with your life. Don't worry your head about that one. You will see God do it. So let's continue. Hallelujah to Jesus. Jesus told us, well done, I'm with you. So there will be no war. Hmm. The blood covenant opens the door of friendship, partnership, and intimacy with God. The blood covenant does what? Opens the door of friendship, partnership, and intimacy with God. 2 Corinthians 13, 14. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all. Amen. That word communion is kononia, which is friendship, partnership, and intimacy with God. Please, my brothers and sisters, let God give you the experience he wants to give you. In Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6, the Amplified Classic says, Then he said to me, This addition of the bowl to the candlestick, causing it to yield a ceaseless supply of oil from the olive trees, is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by, the, by my spirit, of whom the oil is a symbol, says the Holy Spirit. Let me quickly put something together. Then one more thought, and we're going to pray this morning. Please listen. Zechariah 4, 6, you have the candlestick, okay? You have the olive trees. You have the bowl. And the olive trees, oil, are pouring oil into the bowl to feed the candlestick. If you remove um, the olive trees that candlestick will not have a supply. Amen. So if you don't have personal intimacy with God, God cannot use you. Watch this. Imagine that you are going from Abeokuta to Lagos, you and your wife. Your little daughter is sitting at the back. The whole journey, you didn't say one word to your wife. What will your little daughter say? Ah, we don't know what daddy has done this time. But we don't know what mommy has done this time. Don't be mechanical with God. Let me see how I can explain this to you. Don't be mechanical with God. You have to walk from inside with God. Like I told you, God only made one, Pastor Shola or Shumakinde. Even though his brother, they are brothers. They can never be the same. Be authentic with God. Do you understand what I'm saying? Be real. Talk to the Holy Spirit as a friend. 
Jesus said the Holy Ghost, Ephesians 5, 18, be not drunk with wine, wine is excess, but be what? Continually filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Now, don't let anybody put you in bondage. I don't know if, you, if anybody has heard of Mr. Pentecost, David Duplessis, one of those pioneers in those days. I have a book of his I've read many times. He said his wife was getting frustrated about her prayer life. He said, the Lord, Holy Spirit, now told her, do you know, when you are ironing, you can be talking to me. When you are cooking in the kitchen, you can be talking to me. When you travel, you can be talking to me. I have extended, please don't get me wrong, I have extended time that I wait on the Lord. Okay? But there are sometimes physically it's not possible. Am I lying? From job to house, with children, maybe God bless you so much you have three toddlers. When one stop crying, another one start. When that one stop, and then uh, your cousin drop two with you because he travel. You go a mental problem. <laughs> but I realized that, especially those long flights. Maybe I'm going to America. I'm going to Europe. Now prayer meeting with that. I just stayed there. Pa 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 pa. I will cover ground where I won't cover before I land. You can do the same. You may not always be able to lock yourself for 24 hours. Am I lying? But you can stay. We go what they said, if I quote him right, almost every half hour is in contact with the Holy Ghost. Am I helping somebody here? I spend the time. But when it's not possible, because sometimes physically it's not possible. Between changing diapers and trying to cook dinner for your husband and your mother-in-law arriving and uh, your guy in the office is threatening you, except you want to break down. He said, my house shall be a house of prayer. It's not the building, it's the person. You need to be careful not to go to, from Mount Zion to Mount Sinai. Why? It's all about what you can do, not what he can do through you. Many of us have gone out of desperation from Zion, we are back to Sinai. Sinai is about what you can do. Keep the Ten Commandments. And the God said, you failed. Keep this one, you failed. Keep that one, you failed. Now, don't seek miracles, encounters. Seek the Holy Spirit. Seek Jesus. That might be a punch for you. But you better learn that one fast. Intimacy must be with him. He said, the Holy Ghost. I've had some encounters that will blow your mind. That will just blow your mind. And you're like, ah. And sometimes I'll ask myself, man of God, I went to a meeting just not long ago. This year I was in the United Kingdom. And I prayed there. Eh? I did extra, extra praying. The meeting did not impress me. I'm being honest again. God knows, say, you better be honest with God. After all, you cannot hide it in now. I said, Lord, when I said, God, that meeting. But the next meeting I went, ah, miracle too much, said, we have to stop counting. Ten hours of prayer 
is not equivalent to blind eye opening. Because if that is the mathematics, then it is you doing the work, not the Holy Spirit doing the work. Three months of fasting is not equivalent that you will go to heaven. You may, if God wants to take you. The first time I went to heaven, again, I don't like sharing personal experience, but you have to sometimes just so people can connect. I was in a bad state. In fact, I was considering leaving the ministry. Ah, it's true, I'm not lying, no. Things came against me, my brother. I was lying on the floor on a red carpet in my house. I was still young. I'm 36 years in full-time ministry this year. 36 years ago, Pai Elton released me to ministry. 36 years. And I've been everywhere. There's virtually no continent I've not covered. God has been, I've found mercy. I was so discouraged. I was just lying down. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I know you've never been discouraged before. It's just me. I'm preaching to myself today. Most of the time we come in, we put a bold face, nothing do me. You are lying. Something do you. Something do me. I cried. Suddenly I was in a big stadium, just like that. And I could see people that have died. They feel the place. The thing that surprised me that they all knew my name. They were calling me by my first name. They said, don't give up, don't give up, don't give up, don't give up. A whole stadium sees spirit beings. When I was coming out of it, the Lord said to me, go and encourage ministers. So that's why I do all these ministers programs, school of ministry online once a month, and all the things we do. The ministers fellow apostolic network we're running. That's why I do them. What I'm saying is that your preparation is okay. Pray. Wait on the Lord. But don't start giving God mathematics. God, uh -huh, I don't do 10 hours. Oh. Make I see you. <laughs> you will see. <laughs> but you may see the second heaven. Am I helping anybody in the house? When the word comes, burdens are lifted. You don't start, don't measure yourself with another person. Be who God wants you to be. Mm. Are you with me? Let me add one more so that I will, you know, it's a blessed are the short-winded because they will get invited again. I never apologize for the Holy Ghost, brothers. I know I'm speaking by the Spirit of God and I'm helping someone. Is there an amen in the house of God? Yeah. I say, is there an amen in the house of God? Yeah. can tell you so many stories. One time, let me tell you this one. Two things from North Wales. I have some good friends there. Then one more thought and then I'll pray. Talking about... I was in North Wales, two stories from North Wales. And I was... Um, some one doctor was planning to come to our hospital in Kaduna to be there for some time with his two sons because we have a medical outreach twice every year. We bring surgeons from uh, America and other places to help people free. So when the kids were going, 
I just embraced one of them like this. After we left, I think my wife was there, after we left, our friend that we were staying with said, that boy, this, they're not born again, no. but the boy said, the moment you embraced him, something just came on him, he just felt like crying. That was just the presence of God. I wasn't even aware of it. I went to our church plant in Romania one time. I was, we were going to pray for one woman, our pastor's mother, three or four story be on the last floor. When we got downstairs, we met the past, uh, the, the sister-in-law and the husband smoking a cigarette. So, and they were, maybe they didn't like pastor, I don't know. They were just putting my face up. Like this. I said, which kind of people be this? <laughs> if, if you don't like somebody, must you put a guy in his mouth? <laughs> so I just, I just stood up. I said, your mother is up, let's go. So as we were about to go, you know, you will shake people where you are going now. I just shook the lady. She just held my hand very tight. Hold my hand very tight. Leave my, you, pour, you put a guy in my face. <laughs> now my hand will not go. <laughs> so I started speaking their language to the brother. My back, my back, my back. Instantly her back was healed. She became the first member of the church. I would be lying if I told you that I fasted for five days before I shook her. And I prayed for 24 hours. It's a lie. But that doesn't mean I don't fast. And it doesn't mean I don't pray for 24 hours. It doesn't mean I don't pray for three days. But if you use that as the basis for God to use you, you are in for a very big disappointment because you've gone back to Mount Sinai, you are not in Mount Zion. Mount Zion is where, where grace carries you. Sinai is where your works carry you. Are you with me? Please wave your hand if you are with me. Even if you are not with me, wave your hand. I love you anyway. <laughs> finally, finally, finally. Praise the Lord. What I love about Pastor Shola is just that he loves the body of Christ. Who will do this? This guy spent money, done so much. Let's, let's, let's. The Lord bless you, brother. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. I'm really touched by what you are doing here because it's the kind of heart I have myself. I remember in those days when we started. Deeper Life will be having a program. I will close our church for them. Come and sleep inside. Ah, which kind of pastor be this one? Now they look this pastor. Which kind of pastor be this one? The Lord will bless you, sir. <laughs> Covenant is a place of total surrender. Let's just read one scripture. Ezekiel 14, 4 and 5. As we try to close the teaching this morning. Thank you, your Sibrasa Baba. Your knees are being healed right now. Your knees are being healed. Therefore, speak unto them and say unto them, Thus said the Lord God, Every man of the house of Israel that setteth up his idol in his heart and putteth the stumbling block of his iniquity before his face and cometh to the prophet, I, the Lord, will answer him that cometh according to the multitude of his idols. That I, will, that I may take the house of Israel in their own heart because they are all estranged from me through their idols. 
Wigglesworth said, the secret of spiritual success is a hunger that persists. It is an awful condition to be satisfied with one's spiritual attainments. God was and is looking for hungry and thirsty people. Let me give you a few more scriptures. Matthew 5, 6. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Isaiah 64, 7. There is none that calleth upon thy name, that stirreth up himself to take hold of thee, for thou hast hid thy face from us, and hast consumed us because of our iniquities. Revelation 2, 4, and 5. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. Remember therefore from whence thou art falling, and repent, and do the first works, or else I will come unto thee quickly, and remove thy candlestick out of its place, except you repent. Let me try to just mash it up together as I round this up this morning. You know first love? First love? You know first love? When two people are in love, in those days, how many people know the phone of that time? They used to do punam, grand, grand. If somebody is using that phone and they're in love, you better tell them to stop. Because when they hold that phone, hello? <laughs> hello? <laughs> Why are you laughing? We cannot see the other person. This is how they'll be laughing over nothing. You know, one of the things I want to encourage you is that your fresh fire for God must remain. There must be that fire to pray. I'm not knocking prayer. For God's sake. There must be that fire to fast. There must be that fire to spend quality time with God. But because you love him, not because you are trying to get something from him. The motivation has to be clean. Because God sees, we are looking at your action, God is looking at your heart. He said, if you pray with an idol in your heart, God will answer you. According to the multitude of the idols. What's an idol? God told Jonah, you know the story. Go and preach in Nineveh. But Jonah didn't like the Assyrians. They were enemies of Israel. They were tough, hard people. And Jonah found the right transport money and went to Tashish. The fact that you have money for Tashish does not mean you are in the will of God. There was an idol in Jonah's heart. Jonah's heart was like, mm. God, I know you will forgive them. Can you imagine a pastor go and preach so that people will repent. And the pastor is angry that if they repent, God will forgive. Can you imagine Jonah? Sometimes we try to spiritualize it, but they are just like us. Say, I don't like people from that side. I don't like people from that side. So that was the idol. So Jonah was obeying God with an idol in his heart. He went and sat under one tree. Till God killed the tree. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I want to, I want to encourage you. Tell God to have his way in your life. Can somebody say, have your way in my life? In 2006, we went to a leaders conference in Ashburnham in the United Kingdom. We were speaking at a big Northwest European conference. My wife was there. We finished preaching, and this Baba, the, the, the uh, Bishop of Pentecostal Holiness Worldwide, he also spoke there with one of our friends who was an editor of Charisma, Lee Grady, People like that. It was, it was a big platform. And we finished, and um, the Baba said they should pray for us. Of course, we like prayer. Me and my wife went up. The master said, prophesying. You can see your wife surrounded with people with hijab. 
in my mind, I was saying, no, in the name of Jesus, I reject that. God, we are not going that way. Oh. <laughs> Send us to Lagos. That was an idol. I know you don't have such problems. It's only this preacher. Tell your neighbor, be real. If you are not real, you are wasting your time. You won't move with God for. So I, I didn't, of course, nobody could hear, only me and God in my mind. I was saying, God, mm, mm, the man professor, he described the people. The people are with us now in our ministry. <laughs> Six years later, of course, we've been doing missions, supporting missionaries, capro and all that for years. But God began to open doors. We have 200 of those churches in about 11 nations, all frontline places you don't want to go. God just made it possible. What I'm saying is that if there's an idol in your heart, you will not even do the will of God. You know why we have problems? Many of us have planned the will of God. Pastor was sharing about this conference. He said he used to do it as a student. They used to have some meeting. He went to UI. Hmm? And later God told him to come back and start doing it. He said he did this for that. And he even left it. God said, you have not finished that assignment. If he had, an, if he had a Lagos idol, he would not be here. I don't know what type of idol you are carrying this morning. You see, God doesn't want you to close. When I was in UI, then, <laughs> around 1982, that's a long time ago, I used to be an evangelist that used to come to UI in the woods. So you that went to UI, when this man is praying, when this man is praying, eh, I, I, I'm not that young again. I, 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 he will start praying. Evangelist. He used to run faster than this. So we young people now. <laughs> See, ah, this man of God, God must answer his prayer because he's running. So we do say running after him. I used to run faster than him. Shara after about 30 minutes. <laughs> the Holy Ghost told me that. I said, my son, I can't answer you, even if you sit down. <laughs> Are you still with me this morning? So I stopped running now. <laughs> Now I can lie down praying for four hours, five hours, six hours. No matter how many, I can be on that spot. And I used to last longer than when I used to run. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, be real. Finally, one man went to, Jesus met one man. He said, do you love me? Can I use you, pastor? He said, do you love me? He said, I love you. Jesus said, what do you have in your hand? What do you have in your pocket? Bring them now. <laughs> <laughs> Everything in your pocket, your nice phone. Anyway, let's imagine that this was his car key. Is this what, uh, <laughs> <laughs> why, why the fear, man of God? <laughs> Jesus collected it. The man said, ah, Jesus, if you collect this car key, what will I tell my wife? Eh? How will we drive our car? Jesus said, bring your car to me. And the man said, ah, Jesus, this problem, oh, 
as I'm going home now, my wife will not be happy. He said, you have a house? Bring your house to me. The boy said, ah, Jesus, <laughs> if you collect the house, that means I have to be sleeping in the office. Oh. He said, you have an office? <laughs> he said, Jesus, if you take my office, what will I tell my wife and children? She said, you have wife and children? So where are all of us going to stay now? Maybe we have to go to our in-laws' house. You have in-laws? So if you take the in-laws' house, we have to now go to our parents. My parents, say you have parents? Say, Jesus, it seems like you have taken everything. I'm only left with myself. Jesus said, bring your... Can you stand to your feet this morning? Stand to your feet this morning. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Church, are you here? Just lift those hands. This morning, I will do the general one, the general prayer, but start talking to God this morning. I don't know which part of the message I've spoken to you. But I want you to rededicate your heart and say, God, every idol here, everything that is my will, not your will, I lay it down. A lot of people don't know the difference between the prayer of dedication and the prayer of petition. You are claiming everything. But when it comes to the will of God, you have to ask, Father, is there anything that's an idol in my heart this morning? I lay it down so that you can use me. You know that old hymn? We'll do it for salvation. Just as I 